This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me is... Joshua Tiki, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. And we're back again. Here we are. For another episode. Where we dissect all of the great things. Ooh, you're giving us action. smooth tones today. Yeah. You're giving us radio and host then I, energy. And then I say, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> definitely. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so this is a reader. A, a reader, yeah, a reader. Listen, listen to this reporter. I know. Listen to I'm, this reporter. We still have readers. Um, this is There's a, three or four of them out there, I think. I guess user would would, would be what we would call. A user. A user. Uh, listener? For the podcast, I think listener would be most appropriate consumer consumer that feels very corporate that's it yeah so this is a consumer (laughs) no 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 it's a listener (laughs) um from one of our listeners and uh i know very little about this so i'll turn it over to you guys and then it's a shocker but josh didn't read any of the messages that came in yeah he, like, he likes to come in blind. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's what he right. said. That's yeah. what he says, coming in, coming blind. in blind. Coming in blind. So this comes to us from Constantinos Andrew. Uh, so thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Um, so he messaged us and said, uh, unfortunately, I've been away from Aikido for the past year and a half due to the pandemic. We closed our jojo, dojo to due to government restrictions, and now I will need to get back on the mat and be ready to teach people. And then he, he put the like smiling, sweating emoji, which, yeah. yeah you feel it. I feel that. Um, he says, so what is your advice for people that are coming back to Aikido training after such a long break? And if you are really studying Aikido and apply it during the day, does it matter if you are not practicing it on the mat? And I think what he means by that is like, um, if you're keeping that Aikido mentality right. in your life, right. even if you're not doing class, mm-hmm. does that help? Yeah. Okay, so on first blush, that second part is, I think, really important because um, I, as, as I was thinking about this, as thinking about it, it feels like, oh, I, I, I don't know about this because I've never taken time away, you know? So you've really done it, done Aikido since you started straight through? I never mean, stopped? pretty much straight through. I mean, maybe there was a, a couple of... You know, a couple of a, a week or something, I got sick or something. Did you start two thousand like, six. That's a, that's a um, impressive. And then even during the pandemic, so thinking about the pandemic and and the way that he phrased it and the questions he is asking are are kind of good because um, to me it's also like I didn't really I don't feel like outside of uh, Aikido during the pandemic because we were still in here doing this. We were still doing videos, so I was still interacting with Aikido, even though you know we had, we had also closed the dojo for an extended period of time. So I guess I wasn't. We weren't doing things, and and there was a comeback period, right? Um, and even more recently, we have come back to actually doing um, something other than weapons work because that was what we were doing for a while. So, um, yeah, I guess. You know, there is something to be said about that coming back, but for me, I, 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 I haven't really felt away from it, so it's a little bit of a, a weird one for me. Yeah, I mean, I think what he mentioned about having that that Aikido mentality, like just interacting with Aikido in some way, I think 
does help. You know, I don't want to confuse the the physical aspect of like actually practicing physically doing Aikido with like thinking about it because those definitely aren't the same thing. And I think sometimes in some of the martial arts community, we think that like if I think about it or if I know about it, then I can do it, which is definitely not the same thing. Um, But I think interacting with the material and with the world of Aikido does help. Mm-hmm. And does like keep you engaged, and and because I think one thing is that like whether you're a teacher or it's a hobby for you, like it's easy to be, to become disengaged in your life and become you know start thinking about other things in your life. Which of course during a pandemic, obviously there's other priorities that become important, and you know that kind of goes to the back burner. So um, it's easy to just go like ah it's not the time right now for that. And I'll just put it away for a while. I'll put it on the shelf and kind of, you know, um, which is totally, I think totally a valid normal thing to do. Cause I think we all go through phases of getting into something and getting out of something in life. Uh, but I think if you want to uh, keep it in your life, you have to make an effort to keep it present in your life in some way, whether yeah. that's like watching videos or talking to people, it, it, it helps. Yeah. It's interesting, like a uh, like level of involvement because you know, I've been so deeply involved with Aikido martial arts for so long that, you know, I, I, like when Josh said, because yesterday we were we were talking to him about the the idea, and um, uh, Josh was like, "Well, I've never been away from it," and I was like, "You were just away from it for a year <laughs> and a half," and 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 he's like, he's like, "Yeah, but not because we were doing stuff." But to me, it's like. The level of engagement that I had, I, I have not had nearly as much last year. Now, that being said, understand that um, I I think there was one week that I didn't do any Aikido, maybe. And then um, I started editing and putting out all the videos right. we had backlogged. And then we started shooting new videos. Um, and we shot videos throughout the entire pandemic. And then, I don't know, it was only a couple months in before I said, hey, we can have outside classes with masks. So let's do that. So I put in outside class with masks. But, but you know, I think like your level of engagement to your level of practice is an important thing to, to talk about. You know, yeah. so like I think him saying, you know, like if I'm staying mentally engaged in Aikido, does that help? And I think absolutely it helps. But you still can't expect to jump in at the level you were at yeah. previously. Totally. You know? Uh, yeah, I think that I think that's correct. And I think for us, it was just there was just it, it, like for me anyway, it was just a shift. And maybe I, I obviously wasn't doing as much training um, because just the, the volume wasn't there, you know, because um, we went from doing however many classes a week to, you know, one or two classes a week, one or two hours a week doing weapon stuff mainly. Um but like you said, there we were always doing other stuff, so I feel like I had uh, I had a different sort of. It was just a transition or a, a a change of what where I was putting the the energies. Um, but you know, we we recently came back to doing uh, Taijutsu class, and it it did take a little bit you know, to kind of get back into the, the flow of it, into like the, um, you know, just kind of understanding how the classes are supposed to move and the, and the feeling of it and all that. So, um, I will say like, it did take a little bit of adjustment to come back, but also not as much as one might think either, Mm -hmm. you know? I I think an important, like, I I think the number one piece of advice that I would give about coming, because I have left Aikido and come back and, 
I think the thing that is the most challenging, at least as a student, I'm not sure as a teacher, but as a student is like you get an idea of yourself as a person who does Aikido and then you leave and then you're gone for whatever, three months, a year or way longer and you come back and it's rusty. Mm -hmm. And of course it is. Um, but you have an idea of yourself and you've built this concept or this like you're, you've put your confidence upon a certain level of ability for yourself mm -hmm. and so then when you go back and inevitably you don't remember the customs or you um you know forget your favorite technique or can't remember the names or people's names or whatever it is then it, it's gonna make you feel bad mm -hmm. and i think you have to mentally prepare yourself for feeling a little bit bad like you you really have to like lower your expectations of yourself and i don't mean astronomically lower them i just mean like expect that there's gonna be a little bit of a difficult period or you know a growth period um just like you experienced when you were a brand new student not anything to that level but it will be um, i'm sure the longer you're gone the more it's like mm -hmm. being a new student again and this is this thing I've seen, I've seen it myself a little bit. Um, like you said, I really haven't been off of, uh, well, we'll come back and hit that. But, <laughs> but like um, something I've seen a lot in students is when they take a big break off, they'll come back and before they get on the mat, they're often like, um, like, oh, I'm going to suck. Oh, it's so bad. And they get on the mat and they're like, oh, actually, I'm awesome. I, I'm, I'm totally awesome. And then about a week later, they're like, oh, my God, I suck so <laughs> bad. Because yeah. it's like I think you you have it in the front of your mind that you're going to be bad. And then when you get on the mat, you realize there's a lot of muscle memory you've trained that's still there and it's working just fine. And so you surprise yourself and, and you feel really good about that. And you're all, ah, no problem at all. But then you start comparing yourself to how you used to be over the next week and you start realizing that you have – fallen off yeah. and yeah. and then you feel bad about yourself you i know? think too like that first time back of course there's going to be a rush of excitement because you're hey i'm back in the dojo with all these people that i like like it's going to be so exciting and so i think that you're right that first class really feels like um you know jumping in a refreshing pool of water like oh yeah and then quickly you go oh oh wait now i really have to do some hard work again yeah there is also a thing and i probably more likely if you don't take like a lot of time off but uh, if you take some time off, like sometimes when you come back, you are able to hit things in a different way uh, because while you were gone, your brain is able to yeah. process through things. So a lot of times when you come back, there's a little bit of a, um, I don't know, like a, like not a jump, but you know, you might be able to actually hit things in a different way because somewhere along the way, your brain, your brain plugged through all of the stuff that you'd never had time to really process through when you yep. were training every day, every day, every day. Um, so sometimes it can be a little bit of a help, you know, if you have a day off, a couple of days off, you know, you have to sit on the side of the mat or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, I do that a lot with, you know, so I take constant notes on Aikido and um, I will go back over my notes from years ago and sometimes realize that I have solved a problem that was a real problem for me in my notes, you know, and, and not through any conscious effort, but like it just became clear. And I think you're working on problems, even though you don't realize you're mm -hmm. working on problems. So a lot of times, yeah, like Josh said, you, you know, maybe you had a struggle with a kind of student or a certain attitudes or personalities and you get back on the mat and you're like, oh, I actually understand how to deal with those people now, you know. I think another thing is that, like, a, a, a positive aspect, at least of the current situation that, are, that we're in, is that, like, a lot of us are all 
taking time off and then all coming back together. Yeah, so great. so it's great because unlike maybe a situation where you left for a period of time and the and same people everyone are there, else progresses and right. right. <laughs> This, like, at least we're kind of all in this together. And so, you know, if you have, if you're, you know, returning with your same dojo mates and they've been gone as long as you have, then you kind of all can a little bit struggle through together. And I think probably from a teacher's perspective, that's good to keep in mind because you're not going to teach the same classes that you were teaching when you were, when you, before you left, because it's going to be, you're going to expect to teach at a higher level or at a, at a higher, um, you know, functionality, but like it takes time to get to that place. So I was going to ask uh, Chris about this because we recently uh, transitioned back to doing uh, Taijutsu class along with the weapons class, but we had been just doing weapons class, you know, for however many months, uh, just back into Taijutsu. What, if anything, was your thought process moving back into those classes in terms of what you were going to um, how you were going to do things. I mean, it seems a little bit like there's a slightly new, like, approach maybe to how you're hitting things uh, or a, a little bit of a different kind of... So did you take the time off to sort of tweak those things as you were coming back? Yeah, so, I mean, when when I brought us all back to Taijutsu, so, so let me explain real quick. So we had, I don't know, maybe a month or two. It wasn't very long. It was like we went down in March and then... By it was like April three months or May. It was, I think it was May, mid May at some point. We were doing yeah. kids class, uh, and uh, yeah, oh, maybe June, May. Maybe. We were doing kids like, class yeah. online right away almost, right? Um, but then yeah, maybe we went to the park, yeah, maybe. Oh, so so we had a, a few months down and um, we went to weapons, and um, so my thought process on that was just it, weapons are easy, just ease everybody in bit by bit, and, and there's, there's some distance to it, yeah. right? And, and no, right. you're not holding anyone or being in right. very close, right? Contact right. And we wore masks and, and stuff, yeah. But then when we when we we recently went back to taijitsu, just I, I think a month ago or two, June, I think. I think we started in June, end of June, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So uh, we went back to Taijutsu doing Taijutsu. It's been it's so. Weird. I said June before, meaning 2020, as opposed to. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, it was just like a month and a half ago. Yeah, right. yeah, not too long ago. But anyway, so my thought was, uh, I want to reintroduce Aikido to everyone, um, and so my thought process was just, I want broad strokes so like i began with hey let's review the kill waza and i i have a little warm-up that we do that we get to do every class so that way it kind of gets people back into the kill waza and then i themed the classes for a little while on the theme of hadoki or the theme of Dori or the theme of you know whatever whatever theme and so that way it could kind of like push things back in people's brains before we were going too crazy um, and we're still not too crazy yet and so um, I think the differences you're seeing is is my viewpoint uh, in Aikido uh, teaching methodologies have have grown a little bit sure. during the break, you know. But and that's just yeah, I'm I'm much more focused on principles now and and not so focused on forms, which has been a slow and right, gradual right. progress. But it seems like I mean, obviously there's a break, so coming back from the break is a good time. Like if you were to say like I want to try a whole new sort of teaching yeah. methodology, now is a good time for it. Because people are coming back sort of That's like right. blind, let's use to use that word again. I uh, I always roll out new syllabus and stuff at the new year. And so like it's like we usually had a few weeks off of Aikido by that point and so it's like people come back in, it's like, Okay, we've got a new syllabus, guys. Right, yeah, I have a question about the, that. Yeah, time off. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that sounds like a perfect time because I was actually gonna say something similar that like now would be a great time to refresh in some way. Um but 
is that as a teacher with students coming back is that like i mean probably not for our particular group right now because everyone's really solid and is going to be coming no matter what um but would that maybe be intimidating at all to students who are wanting to come back and they come back and they're like oh it's not like i remember we're doing something different now like could could be but but to me and it you know it depends on um the frequency that those new students or those returning students are going to attend. So meaning if they come to first day and then they miss three weeks and then come come to a day and then miss a week and then come to a day, then yeah, they're probably going to feel like that. But my my goal is always like, hey, we're going to start back remedial. You know, like I always right. start back remedial. Right. So it's and like, build. you guys all know this. Everybody knows this. And so like that makes people feel really comfortable because it's like, oh, yeah, I remember what the names of all right. the grabs. Oh, I remember the strikes we do. Oh, I remember, you know. Yeah. And so and then if I'm, I'm putting in a new program, I use that remedialness to build in the new ideas as we're doing stuff. So it's like you've got to even though we've had a year off, you still have a handle on all these things. And I'm going to now introduce a new concept in that old thing so You're like blending it in exactly slowly. right exactly right and right. so then it doesn't seem like a shock and the next thing you know like i mean uh, i don't know how how well you guys were of the way i did kids class this time yeah but the way i'm teaching kids class is very oh, different, different i was just gonna kids mention class kids before. class yeah and i used that opportunity to go like okay guys do you remember this and so they all did remember that and it's like okay now we're gonna tell you about this thing thing and then we're gonna do this new drill and we're gonna and it's an easy way to like get everybody on board real quick yeah i wanted i did want to mention too just like the length of kids class so like right now we're doing so before chris had a four to six age age group class and then a six to twelve age group class and the first the younger ones was a half hour uh-huh. and the older ones are 45 minutes and um you know the 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 four to six year olds kind of cap out at about a half hour they start to That's kind of right. zone out and get silly um and so we haven't been doing that just because of the limited amount of people and how it's worked out they're all in one big group so we have like a five-year-old and we have like a 10 or 11 yeah. year old is the oldest a mature 10 or 11. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah um and so it, it's it's been different um and so I, I at first i was like chris you're ending class early because like consistently he's been ending class like Maybe at the like thirty-five minute mark rather than forty-five, and it's been building. You know, it's been building. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say like it, it's you know, it, it, and I understand why because like poor our, our little little tiny guy, he's 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 finishing at about oh, yeah. you know twenty-five <laughs> minutes, um, and we're kind of having to like keep him focused. Um, so it makes sense, but it, it, he's really you know you, you've slowly been building it, building it, and and more consistently we've been ending at forty minutes. 42 minutes like it so I, and i think that helps you know and all the yeah. kids are remembering class and how to you know bow in and bow out and bow to each other and pay attention and so it takes time to build that stuff back up i think especially with kids because as quickly as they learn things they also quickly forget them yeah yeah i mean you know if if your students coming back are going to make a commitment and kids kids are great because kids parents will make sure they're there all the time but if you're if your students coming back are making a commitment to coming all the classes or or at least at least every week or a few classes a week then you're not gonna have a hard time with them but what is a hard time is like someone who comes like i said first day and they're super excited and then you don't see them for two right. weeks and then they're like hey this is different and it's like yeah it is and had you been here for the last two weeks you would have noticed yeah. that those people you know i think struggle anyway so yeah. it's yeah you just kind of have to it's par for the course you know uh, deal with them and you know not really you can't tailor stuff for those people because 
they're they're not the ones that are going to get the most the most out of it but i was going to add to i mean this is kind of what you said for teaching but like just in general even if you're a student and not a teacher it's a good time to kind of refresh why you're doing aikido when you get back so like in addition to like you know sort of lowering your expectations and and realizing there's going to be a little bit of a growth moment as you start to get back into aikido also remembering why am i doing this like what am i getting out of it you know and as a teacher it's it's a little easier because it's like what am i focusing on what am i teaching where am i going but like as a student you might realize like actually even though this is something that's great for my life it's it's not actually working out with my schedule right now and like it might be good to like table it for a little longer um or you realize like I want to be more serious about this and I want to get, you know, some good exercise. So I want to attend more of the, you know, exercise heavy classes or whatever the heck it is, like reevaluate and refresh. And I think it's a, it's a good time to do that. Oh yeah. Do you see people, uh, when they leave, come back, do you see people when they come back sort of make that re like commitment or is it, they come back and then it's once they're gone for an extended period of time, it's usually spotty after that. Yeah, that that's really pretty true. Um, there are exceptions. Uh, you know, I, I honestly think whether like I think everyone who comes for a good period of time, like say, you know, gets takes their first test or something like that. Those are people who really do want to do it and really do have the capacity and drive and discipline and all the things you need to, to, to do it. But what happens in your outside life has a huge factor, you know. So if you get a new girlfriend who doesn't like you doing yeah, Aikido, yeah. you're not going to make it to class, man. <laughs> yeah, it's just the way it is, you know. Happen. If you, um, if someone gets sick or you get sick or you have a, a sick year where it's like I got a cold and then two months later I got another one. Um, if you start having financial problems or you come into a financial windfall, those, you know, all those things, like if it disrupts your outer life, it's hard to stay in the groove of driving. Get married, through, have you know? kids. Right. Yeah. move somewhere else yeah. new job that's Live right through a global pandemic yeah. that's, everything now. <laughs> that's right that's it's right. funny because in some ways i wonder you know what we like we were talking about before like so we because we're all going through this same thing yeah that uh keeping students is probably a little bit easier than normal so even though this thing has been crazy and like whatever i think a lot of people put all of the things that they cared about like in a little box mm -hmm. that's like i am going to get back to this right, instead right, of just right. like kind of letting it trail off. Right. right and yeah. and because so, of the way our lives were we weren't really able to get into other good new routines right. well, for most right. of us anyways. that's the other yeah. thing so. right there's nothing you know replacing it in you know it might be hard for some people, I think, to at least for a while still to get back and, and enjoy it in the same way without the fear of, you know, because I do think that in some places there's still a fear of, of catching the, the, the thing. And, and, you know, for people if you're not who vaccinated not, here, you know, is, a, is a good place to catch it. Um, and, and just being out and with other people, I mean, I think that in general is a, a really uh, tough thing for a lot of people right now. Which is different than no than just like a normal break from yeah. from things. Yeah. And and it yeah. is difficult to come back anyway if you've been gone for a while. And I think we've talked about this where, you know, you think it's wor you think people are looking at you worse than they probably are and going like, Man, there's Jim, he hasn't been around for a while, like, you know. Right. And so you already have that on yourself and so so there's probably a lot that's going on with people to to get them to to come back 
Yeah, I think, you know, so outside of the pandemic situation, when you go and come back to something, I, I definitely felt the like self-consciousness of like, oh, everybody knew I was, like, there's like a guilt to it of like, everybody knew I was gone. And in addition to the like, oh, I'm not going to do the martial art as well, just the aspect of like, I've been gone all this time and I feel guilty because I wanted to be here, but something got in the way or I just couldn't handle it, whatever. And I feel guilty that I wasn't here. And so then coming back, it's like you look at people expecting to see that um, disapproval on their faces or something. Um, but the reality is generally, if you've got people that care about you, which they're, you they're do if you're excited. at the dojo, yeah. they're going to be excited to see you. And they're going to be so happy. Yeah. And what have you been doing? Oh my right. God. And I think specifically in the pandemic situation, everybody is going to feel that same way oh, yeah. of like, oh, I've been away. I feel so bad. I'm worried. You know, I feel like I'm not as good or whatever. And I, I've missed everyone. And you're all going to be looking at each other with that same, I missed you slash I'm hope I hope I'm doing good. Yeah. I, I think it's a good thing to reiterate to your students that like everyone is in the same boat. Like, you yes. know, everyone feels the same way. And, and that's why, you know, start them off remedially and being like, hey, we're taking our time together. Right. And we're going to do. Yeah. yeah. We're going to break our bodies and, back in. Yeah, that's right. I and, mean, that's probably a really good, important thing is like do some the, some of the physical yeah. before I think you just jump into it. I think that's know? a big one. You know, you can't start off your classes. Well, I don't know. It depends on how you start off your classes. But I think a lot of people start off their classes fairly vigorously, you know, and like we're going to do some roles in the beginning and stuff. It's like you need to break it in. And so maybe treat everyone like a uh, new person day one. Here's how you roll, guys, yeah. you know, like um, and get them through that. And, and, you know, the physicality thing is a real it's a big deal. Like uh, I got two stories about it. One is, you know, uh, I did really serious competitive Brazilian jiu jitsu uh, when I was in L.A. and I competed all the time and I would roll five hours a day and I just I was always doing it, you know. And I didn't do it for several years. And then I went back to a gym here and rolled with all the guys. And I had a great time. And it was super fun. I was like, oh, man, look, I'm good at jiu-jitsu, blah, 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 blah. Next day, I was absolutely the sorest I've ever been in my life head to toe. And that's because my brain said, of course, we can do all this stuff. But but I just wasn't. My body I uh, wasn't had a very similar experience. Uh, I'm in a band. And so the other day, <laughs> we had a show. And I'm a very, like, uh, physical, physical, yeah, uh, performer. And uh, so the next day, after the show was fine, totally awesome. Same thing. Next day, I woke up. I was like, "Oh no, bad yeah. news!" You know, everything's yeah. tight. Everything's weird. For the show, it was fine. I could do everything I needed to do, but yeah. Um, and also, yeah. I mean, I think yeah. you know, be careful about getting into really um, vigorous workouts because I, I I destroyed my knee this year, and I really think it's because my brain said, "Oh yeah, I can do everything I did before," right. and then you know it took a bad step, and that was it. You know, and so I, you've got to give yourself time to break into that because your mind says you can do something that you you might not be able right. to do right now. Yeah, and I think I, most people are definitely, especially if you've been working at home, not doing your normal routine, baking like, bread and eating right. bread. Most yeah. people, yeah, there good. are probably some people who have actually stepped up their game a little more in terms yeah. of the physicality side of it but i think a lot of people and i know for me specifically it's you know been decreased greatly um so yeah just be be paying attention to that and i think along with that like be aware not just of how you are but like how you've been in those kinds so like i think we've all if you're up i don't know 
if you're like 30 or above, you've probably had the situation where you're like, I'm going to work out. I'm going to go work out. And you go to the gym and you do like, oh, oh, you're going to start working out your first day, day one. And then you have that day two of your whole body sore and you feel like garbage or you can't walk up the stairs because your legs are so sore, like whatever. That's like can be really discouraging to some people. Some people that really invigorates them. A lot of people it's like, oh man, I was sore <laughs> for six days after my one workout and then you don't go back, you know? And so like be aware of that kind of pattern because like we all do it. But like if you're if you know that's a thing that you do, don't dive into it head yeah. first. Take a nice slow step in and you'll be more likely to stick around. Yeah, that's true. And then I think, you know, that saying that also don't be afraid to start like dipping your toe in so like if you feel like you want to you know it's a perfect time to like start a new little workout routine even even if that's like taking a walk you know because the two will benefit each other i think you know right absolutely being more physical will make you want to be more physical and you know it'll at least for me that's how i've been i've been doing a little bit more and it makes me go like oh i like actually like working out this is fun okay let me do some more and it, you know, slowly, I'm trying to ramp it up slowly and not be crazy about it because that's what will make me stop doing it. That's true. Right. Because, yeah, you might not be. Because then you have to take more time off. It's yes. usually what happens. You hurt something and then. You know, and yeah. you're just like, oh, I'm not going to do it today because I can't really because my leg is blah, blah, blah. So then you have an extra, you know. So it's better to just kind of. Yeah. Like ease ease into it i think this, even if you don't want to because i know i don't want to i would just be like whatever ah, go hard right. yeah no i think easing into it also applies to kind of you were saying this a little bit earlier josh the like social aspect like a lot of us have not had much social interaction in the last year and you know literally i mean a lot of people have been working from home or just not seeing family and friends even if you are working somewhere else like so your social battery is has less capacity. So even if you're all charged up and you're ready and you're like, I'm going to go to class and I'm so excited to see everyone and socialize, like you're going to get drained faster. Yeah. Yeah. And I've noticed that for myself. And so you have to go like, let yourself be drained and go, okay, it's time to go now. Or, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll see them next Tuesday, you know? I think as a teacher too, you've got to be ready to give your students a little more socializing time. That's yeah. what I was going to say yeah. that, that I've noticed uh, is that we do spend a little more time chatting it up, chatting it up, kind of, you know, <laughs> and, and maybe, and because of like the way that, that we're doing things right now and it's not as formalized. So maybe class starts a little, uh, later than than normal by a couple minutes because you know we're all there and we're having a good time. Right. Maybe we stay a little longer than norm than we normally would because, um, and I think that's an important piece, you know, yeah. because we are still all getting back and we're still sort of figuring things out. So it's nice to have that component of, you know, all everything else that happens. We're getting home. I never see any whatever for this period of time. I know that I'm going to be see people. And be able to tell them all my weird, wacky stories. Right, 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 you know? right, right, right. And I was going to say. It's not just me and the cat <laughs> right, anymore. Right. I was going to say to uh, Maya's point, like, um, j- chill out. Like, you know, because I know this is for me. Like, you get amped and you just want to be like, hey, I'm going to tell you everything that just happened to me <laughs> for my day, you know? <laughs> so be aware of yourself and you might need to chill out a little bit. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I think on both ends. Yeah. If you know that you're an extroverted person and you're just going to talk like right. crazy at someone maybe, like maybe don't <laughs> yeah or if you do just know or that like they the might pulse. be tired right. or they take might the... be you know they might need a minute <laughs> take the pulse of it yeah 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 but i mean i think it's just like 
giving yourself and other people like that grace of you know Mm -hmm. we need more wiggle room right now because yeah it's been difficult and i think uh to chris's point like setting aside some time however you do that beginning and a class like i think is a really good idea you know yeah to let people sort of decompress and i've noticed actually in our just in our after class sort of we do a little kind of decompression thing after class uh that those tend to go a little longer than they maybe did before um and i don't know if that's the case but it seems like everybody has something to say or you know more talk they miss people so yeah and maybe this is important too as as a teacher especially if you're like the teacher the dojo owner or whatever the like students will want to talk to you more you know, it's we'll, true. They will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can watch. I can see how it goes. And like, you know, uh, that's, I think, maybe part of the role is, you know, sometimes like people want to like, Sensei, uh, I saw this thing or, you know, I saw 13 things while I, we were on vacation. Right. Now I need to tell you about all of right, them. Right, and so right. like, well, and know also, that that's a part of it. <laughs> because people haven't been coming to class, um, but they maybe have been paying attention to Aikido and whatever, uh, blah, 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 blah. When they do show up, they do want to talk mm-hmm. to you. They have questions about this things. Thing yes, yeah. you know, like, yeah. oh, hey, what do you did have? Did you see this video? Blah blah blah. Have you, you know? And they kind of want to have that discussion with you, you know? Yeah, yeah. You just you just put all your counter arguments on YouTube, and then you say, <laughs> check out the video <laughs> called. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's not a bad way to do it, actually. <laughs> oh yeah, we did. We we have one of those up. Go we ahead. covered that. We go ahead and watch that. <laughs> that's not a bad way to. uh, And that is actually something, you know, that we we did as we were going through the pandemic. Uh, But we we did have a lot of videos out. And so there was a lot of things as people were coming back and trying to remember, like, oh, you know, what is this thing that we're doing? Weapons, clad, whatever. We could point them to. Yeah, that's all online. You can check it out. Like, um, you know, there's places for you to find that that information. So that's a really good point um, that like. I don't know, at least for us, we haven't gone back, you know, two days a week, which before we were, whatever, five, five days, days a week. Um, so there's less And we're classes. also in the park and, we, you right. know, it's yeah. a very different. So yeah. the situation is different. Um, I think the quality of the classes is, the you know, as good or better, um, but there's less classes for people to attend. And so for the people that do want to consume more Aikido, then, like, it's good to have things to point them to, you know? Yeah. Whether that's your own material or like, you know, channels, video channels that you like yeah. or, you know, certain podcasts that you might listen to. Um, this is a good time, too, for you to figure out your schedule because to me, you know, so I have since I started teaching publicly had a ton of classes always, you know, like somewhere between uh, five and even for a little bit seven, seven days, days a week, a week you know. Um, and so like I've had very full weeks. And uh, while... You know, that is how I've always approached Aikido and I always wanted to provide a school for people who are always like me. There were a lot of days that I showed up and there was one other student, you know. Or, yeah, or and no so, one and you just yeah. sat there. Yeah, yeah. so cutting it down to two days a week, it's like, well, more people show up consistently right. to the two classes. And yeah, so, we like, have been having bigger good. classes. Yeah, yeah, bigger classes. So it's kind of been good. And I was like, I don't know if we'll go back to as big a schedule I as think we had once. Exactly. You know? I think taking stock of where you're at is a really good way immediately coming back you know run a week and and take stock of what's going on and then you know be able to say yeah we're getting people consistently at on these days and this time these times and not so much on these other times 
uh, maybe we just need to pare everything down or maybe we need to expand it. Maybe, you know. Yeah, I mean, that might be a good thing to think about too is like not just the classes and the times but like the physical space as well because I'm sure a, a lot of dojos actually have lost their physical spaces or if they haven't already, they're thinking about it because the, the future is very uncertain in terms of how long the pandemic is going to continue on. Um, and so maybe it's a good time to think about like how what other ways can you operate that is a little less difficult on you you know as a dojo owner maybe um and i think that that's that's a hard decision because we always like the dream dojo is your own space decorated exactly as you like with you know the beautiful dressing rooms and you know the tapestries and the you know the, you know whatever like whatever, whatever shit you yeah, imagine yeah, you know yeah, like it's yeah. a really like a really cool space gargoyles um, and gargoyles the, yeah. right exactly um but maybe that's like more than is realistic for your space or for your your group and like honestly we've been in the park for a while and you know with some hiccups here and there um <laughs> overall <laughs> it's been not too bad yeah. and and pretty simple and you know there are many spaces we don't have to be in the park that we're in we can go to other parks and so it is there is a freedom to that um the ability to just kind of go wherever and do the thing. And it also requires a lot of extra awareness and, you know, tests other skills and, and that's nice. So, yeah. you know, it's, it might be hard to consider, but it's yeah. not as bad as it sounds. I know if you, if you're threatened by that idea, it's a little more, uh, logistically challenging in some, uh, aspects because you don't control anything. Right. You know, dojo, you can control everything when it's open, who opens the door, who locks it. Who right. Does, who's you there, know, who's, if like, there's water. Um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Water. Lights. Oh, bathrooms. Like, ba right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that's, it can be logistically a little challenging. Um, but, you know, if that's where you're at, then that's just kind of It's what very needs doable. To it's doable. It's definitely doable. Uh, and I think for us, you know, to this point, it kind of made sense and probably still now in in the pandemic uh environment to to be outside to be a little more distance to be um you know all of those things so and then it's a bazillion degrees right now in fresno uh yeah. and you know we have a space that isn't necessarily air conditioned so outside is it actually is not better. isn't necessarily yeah. it absolutely is not air conditioned um, <laughs> it is not air conditioned and the park and, is way better and so right so being outside where there's at least kind of a breeze in a in in a lot of ways is better than uh where we you know being indoors even if we could operate indoors yeah, i mean honestly so. after this last period i was like well we might do all summers outside yeah. because um it's just so much yeah so much more enjoyable um now Maybe other people's spaces are uh, different, you know, um, but it is something to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it's a good time to try new things. Um, yeah, and for just, sure. just touch bases with people. And yeah. Is there, um, man, so coming, so as a teacher coming back, uh, you're doing like that first, first class or first couple of classes. I mean, what are the, the, big things that you're you're going to keep in mind or you would tell someone to keep in mind is it's yeah take take it easy on everyone physically let them build up slowly um treat everyone um like a, a person a new person and i don't mean that like you don't talk down to anyone but just you know like the material you cover is going to be 
older, you know, like uh, stuff you would cover in yeah, the beginning yeah, yeah. with someone, you know, um, and then just take it at that that pace and and uh, have a good time with it and allow everyone to have a good time with it and and don't have some weird ass expectation that you have to meet, you know, like what you were doing a year and a half ago is not what you're going to do your first class back. So, yeah, just take your time with it. Yeah, um, that uh, women's gla- grappling Facebook group that I'm in. Um, there are people always posting about different things, but one of the things that people have been continuously posting about is, Hey, I just had my first class back and I really missed it, but man, am I sore or, you know, man, I feel so nervous to go back. Like it's just so common for people to feel really, um, like stressed out or like overworked when they're finished with their first class or whatever. So just like know that going in yeah. that that you're there's going to be a rush of different feelings yeah. and it might be different feelings for different people and just like allow yourself the space to like feel a little bit um overwhelmed or a little bit excited sad whatever yeah comes across and that's like pretty normal <laughs> there's so many people going through that right now so oh yeah yeah no i think for the most part you know if if, if you approach it properly it's going to be like a super joyful thing yeah because totally. people are stoked to be back and doing things and and getting more than anything getting back to that that routine that they lost um so if you're able to offer them that you know even just i have that hour you know a lot of times for me that that was another thing is as we were going through this having that uh when we didn't have normal classes we were doing like the online kids class there were days where i would just totally like I would just not. Yeah, I remember he missed a kids like, class. He's like, "Hey, just so sorry, not show but... up," just because like it didn't occur to me that it was happening because it was su- such a different routine. You know, yeah, I'm used to at this time. I'm at the dojo, blah blah blah, um, and so not having that was kind of kind of crazy. So it was really nice to get have that back, and now I have a whole new sort of routine and schedule. But I figured it out, and so speaking it, it of that. Good actually because i mean i don't know it depends how things are where you're at and what the horizon sort of looks like for covid like it has been nice that that chris you've been sort of hesitant about jumping in with both feet back to where were things were before because one of the things that's been difficult for me throughout the pandemic is like at least with work they you know would tell us okay in two weeks we're going back and then you know shit would surge and they'd say oh never mind and like i've been tugged back and forth so many times with we're gonna do this nope we're gonna do this nope actually we're gonna do this and it's 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 exhausting yeah and i think we all feel like that to some degree or another and so having some consistency with the dojo has been really nice and so that the fact that we've gone back to the park and stayed at the park and figured out a way to do it where it yes. can be consistent and we're yep. not going to be. Yes. Uh, that is a good point because there were so many businesses like it was open, close, open, close, open, close. Can I open? Blah, 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 blah. And so to figure out a way that you can do it where you know there's some long term to it is a good. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and that's my goal. You know, nice. is like once we start something, I want to be able to keep doing it like. Because it, it it breaks your heart and breaks my heart. Like when it's like, oh, wait, now I can't do it again. Right. You yeah. Know, like it's it's an extra an extra sadness to yeah. add to all of the other difficulty. And so having that there, it's like at least we're going to the park, and I know that I can rely on Monday and Wednesday we're going to be at the park. Yeah. And even with the masks, you know, I think at certain points people probably like we're starting to feel like we don't need to. We're outside. We don't need to wear masks. How silly and like. 
I generally am like, yeah, I probably don't need this, but it is nice that it's just consistent and the expectation is this is what we're doing. Whether you think it's silly or not, it's just consistent. And then even if if we have a surge like we're having right now, we're still safe. Everything's okay. You're adhering to whatever like business rules you need to adhere to. It's just consistent. And that is really nice. Businesses have rules now? Because I walk around and I can't tell. I can't tell the businesses have rules now. Not around here. (laughs) I don't know. In other places, I do believe there are rules set. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so there are rules. No Uh, one follows them, though. Depending, yeah. Who, Who uses them? But at least, at least for the dojo, it's reliable, yeah. and that's no, that's and I, what I appreciate. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that's really that's a good point. In coming back, is uh, whatever you're doing, be be consistent about it. Yeah. If you can't, you know. So yeah. If you if you can, if you at all can, don't you know, come in and then stop and you know. And so. you know, so I think especially for the kids, like I, I mean, adults need that consistency and you know uh schedule as much as anybody but kids really need it and they've really had a hell of a fucking time because they haven't been able to go to school right. and yeah. they're saying in our school district they might there's rumors of maybe going back online oh, so hard on the kids. that's rumors only but yeah. Yeah. you know i've heard that we got to do what you got to do totally but, but it right. is it is it, you, you got to do what you got to do but it's like i really feel for them and I, there's been a couple different parents that have come up to some of us and said like hey like i really appreciate that the kids have aikido and that they can they know that they can be here and see each other in this space and that's really nice so it's good for them especially all right what's our time looking 45 minutes 45 minutes now is there any i'm I'm just i want to make sure that i feel like we did everything we hit the question and answered but is there anything that like is there missing that we didn't some little nugget that yeah, we haven't mined some yet little truth that we i want those truth bombs truth bombs we're probably fine let's let's just think <laughs> <laughs> if you think of one then you know yeah. just yeah well i hope this answers the question i hope this is what he had in mind because we kind of went in a bunch of different directions with it but yeah yeah i think i don't know i mean maybe he had some more stuff in in mind about like specifically aikido like this like i think a lot of the stuff we said was more general but like maybe constantinos if you're listening if you if you had more questions about like specifically aikido stuff or like you know systematically stuff yeah um I'm yeah sure i mean yeah about that. And, you know i mean specifically aikido like i, I would begin working on ukimi first and easing people into that and right. like uh, we were at the park so we, we didn't go to do the ukimi but do you know don't worry about taking a million falls you know like just ease everyone into it so they get used to their bodies moving in those ways again right i think that's like doing things that kind of get people into the motions of it again is is a good thing right. which is actually why i thought it was really uh, kind of nice that we started doing weapon stuff first um and then and then back back ended it uh because i feel like the weapons is a nice way for people to interact and kind of get start getting that stuff without having to touch each other and right um yeah actually to add on to that like you know there's a lot of twisting <laughs> in aikido so like you know, be careful, like, encourage your students to, like, twist a little lighter than they might normally <laughs> because <laughs> we're, you know, I'm sure everyone's less flexible than they used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, yeah. just 
maybe encourage like more broad strokes and then go into yeah, finer exactly. and finer that's, detail. That's exactly yeah. Like I said, I would take the whole class like a, you know, we start off at ninth Q, but like a ninth Q class and I'd see yeah. how everybody's yeah. doing and then slowly progress. From and that. then if everyone's well up on their game, then you can kind of yeah. move it through. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Patrons who All make right. it possible for us to do this wonderful podcast every week because they give us moral and financial financial support i love that yeah i I honestly don't know which one's more important they're both pretty important i know that if they hadn't give us financial support we would not have any of the equipment we have Uh, we'd still be huddled around a little crappy (laughs) microphone that's no joke and uh i would probably still be like making these really like um small (laughs) file sizes that i could sneak on to i probably think that we just wouldn't do it because we would have just been like it's not worth it like the 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 hassle of it right of like doing all the crappy because it it wasn't a lot of necessarily as much fun in the beginning um to you know huddle around and have our crappy thing and have to you know this is a way easier and more efficient setup as well yeah so i mean it's good because we do this every week and so that would be it's Real funny exhausting. too like it's surprisingly expensive you know all this stuff oh, like yeah. you know like and you know i mean we've sought to get better and better equipment as we right. go but it's like you know these microphones are like 300 bucks a pop it's and like, funny I mean, it's, so geez so yeah. the thing that people love about podcasts and the thing like one of the things i think that makes it appealing to a lot of people and also like uh, uh youtube is kind of this way and uh, all media right now is that it is assess- accessible to everyone so you can and we did uh, a podcast with the crappiest you know you could do it with your phone sure. and a yeah. microphone and there's some decent like stuff that can make that work but if you want to be serious about it and actually get people to pay attention to you it has to be a little and then as that happens it becomes a little more expensive so it it was nice that as we grew and you know needed more stuff the audience grew as well and was there to support Having us. the better equipment also makes like uh, – apparently this has become a like how you set up <laughs> I, a podcast. You know. but, but like really honestly, having better equipment makes your post work easier yeah. because like, man, it, it, every week you've got to sit down and edit one right, of these guys, right. you know? And so it's like when there's a billion things to edit out because you have crappy equipment, it's right. hard, but – much much when you're easier. sitting at denny's yeah and you have that's a, right that's right <laughs> and we ch- haven't gone to denny's the in forever factory. with the with the podcast yeah, I think we should if you want to edit factory. edit that i'll edit it i'll edit it mine's always one gets mad yeah, those mouth noises mouth noises. no i mean it's not i just we got i don't know i know nice, that it, it bothers nice, some people we got nice stuff now yeah we'll i mean easier. yeah i i i bet that it would be a lot better with these microphones and i also have to say though uh financial support very wonderful but i do get like such a joy out of this little piece that we do here where we're reading names and people are like interacting with us through the like I love that. It's beautiful. That's yeah, very fun. Thank All you right, so, so much to Logan Shadow Dragon Master Heinrichs, Adam Nicholson, Matt Whalen, the Dirt Wasp Podcast, Chris the Horse Trainer Co Mouth. Oh okay. Fall down seven times, get up, buy new shoes. <laughs> 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 Let's see. Uh, this Sunday, Chris Hine is in Kevin Hart's breakout role, the bullet blazing lock stock smack 'em down. We are 154. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Brad V, Yero Madrona, El Terrible, Brooke Ferragamo, Ben, the rest of this crap, Aldrich. <laughs> Tommy <laughs> Siv, Francis Cordon, Scott Burns, yeah. Dave Dewberry, Ascension Center, Barrett Lippy, Sam Sulian, Randy Stewart, 
Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, thank you for the question. Yes, yes thank Franz you. Martinson, Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Aceto, Matt Mumford, Matt Riley, Grant Zinger Templin. Zinger. <laughs> Zinger. And Lenny Akuna. I like that. Yeah. Um, very good. I think Grant Templin's the only one in the last half there who's, yeah. who's, uh, who's, who's messed with Thank his Thank you, Grant. I really appreciate moniker. that. Because yeah. yeah. you, you guys mentioned yeah. last time. Yeah. 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 That was good. That was you, good. You said, hey, someone in the last half. And, you know. And he did it. I appreciate also just like generic zinger. Like, you know, yeah. that's yeah. great. Zinger. I love that. All right. Uh, tip. It, this whole episode was a tip yes. of the week. But I don't know. Is there another tip that you might uh, want to give to someone? Or restatement of a tip that we already gave? I honestly think like the most overarching one for teachers, students, everybody is just to give each other a little bit of grace. Like whether that's socially, give yourself like time physically, you know, give your students time, you know, give a little a little extra wiggle room for people to socialize and to appreciate each other and, you know, just have a little extra um, understanding of yourself and everybody else because yeah. it's it's kind of a rough time right now oh, like yeah. i don't mean to be like all but it's you well, know and this isn't like a normal people taking time off and coming back yeah you know uh because it's like a it's the mass version of that we all took time off whether we wanted to or not i mean i'm sure there may be some schools who just continue all the way but everyone was forced to take time off so um we, we're all in it together you know so. yes I think also it's never it's never as bad as it seems from the inside, you know. So you do a technique and you're like, oh god, that was horrible. I don't, I, I doubt that it was as bad as you felt it was. Because generally, Correct. you know, we make a video and Chris goes, oh, I messed that up, and then we, he watches the video he's later like, and he's yeah. like, oh, didn't, that didn't even wasn't even noticeable. Yeah. So you know, once again, give yourself the the benefit of the doubt. All right. Well. I guess then we're done, and then we'll do this again next week. Next week, we're I, gonna do I this? guess we will. If anyone has any uh, topic ideas they want to send to us, obviously we are open to that. Uh, <laughs> obviously, obviously. Uh, and then if you could drop a uh, a review, a review, we love those. We would love those. Uh, subscribe if you haven't done that. Tell your friends. Get yeah. more people listening. If you have someone who. Uh, to, that's a tip of the week. Just, you know, send out a thing. Say, hey, everyone, listen to this before you come back to class. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know? Yeah. You don't yeah. really have to do that. but it, it, we, <laughs> I mean, you know, for yeah. the students that are hungry for more. There you go. There is more hungry out here. Hungry for more. Hungry for more. And then yeah. we'll be back next week. Yeah, stay hungry, guys. Adios.